0: Reconnect with Alana, encouraging you to find your spark and live your purpose. Today, I want to talk about labels. Um, why? Why do we have to label everything all the time? Um... Specifically in terms of ourselves, we are, hi, I'm an introvert, I'm an extrovert, I have ADHD, I'm a lesbian, I'm not, like, oh my god, this is going to be a potentially controversial episode, um, but I think it's important to just kind of reflect on why you feel the need to label yourself and label others. Um, When I was thinking about recording this episode, I was thinking about how um, when you have a little kid in your life, whether it's your child or a niece or a nephew or something like that, um, and say it's a little girl and she says, Hey, mommy, um, I really, really, really like my friend Susanna. I really, really like Susie. And I don't know, she makes me really happy. And da 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 da. da. You wouldn't just immediately sit down with her and say, Aw, honey. That means you're a lesbian. (laughs) No, you just say, okay, cool. That's awesome. That's great. As long as she makes you happy, that's beautiful. That's all I care about. Because as a parent, all you should care about is if your child is happy and taken care of. So at what point do we all of a sudden switch to needing to identify what that means is instead of I really like her and she makes me feel happy why do we have to call that oh that's your sexuality and your sexuality is gay um same as okay I have a really hard time concentrating and um, you know just sitting down and getting what I need to get done, done. Um, We have to say, okay, yeah, let me diagnose you with ADD or ADHD. Let me diagnose you as that. I understand that it helps. I have friends and clients and family members who have ADHD. And I know that in the broad range of things, it helps them understand themselves a little bit better and helps them understand what they're going through a little bit better. But on the other hand, it does not matter what your diagnosis is. It could be literally anything. Pick absolutely anything in the world. Cancer, ADHD, depression, a broken bone. Literally any diagnosis that you could possibly get will always show up differently in different people. Every single person that has the same diagnosis, it looks a little bit different or a lot different. So instead of saying, hi, I'm Alana and I have ADHD, you're labeling it. You're putting your feelings and everything into a box. But the thing is, we are so much more than labels and boxes. We are magnificent beings. And to limit ourselves to one word or a few words to describe our experience that we are living every single day is just, it doesn't make sense to me. Because it's like that phrase, you know, a picture says a thousand words. Well, how many words does a video say? Have you ever been watching a sunset and just breathed it in and you were just like wow I so badly want to take a photo of this but I don't think my camera could capture what I'm looking at right now and the thing is it's not just the sunset that you are experiencing that you want to capture when you take a photograph of it it's the whole entire experience it's a hot summer night and the sky is so pink and there's a slight breeze on your face and maybe you're by the ocean and you can smell the water You can hear birds in the background. Maybe leaves rustling. And you feel so at peace in that moment. You feel so free and so in awe of what the earth can create. You're watching the sunset and you are amazed, not just by the sunset, but by the entire experience. So you could call it, wow, I saw the most beautiful sunset last night. No, you had the most beautiful experience with the sunset last night. Calling it just a sunset is putting one word to the entire experience, and it's so much more than that. It's like saying, <clears throat> um, I was um, multiple times was in a situation where um, someone, tried to force themselves on me multiple times. And to say I was sexually assaulted is just one thing. It's just two words to describe the entire experience. It's more than that. It's someone made me feel like I'm not a person anymore. It's I feel shameful about my body now. It is so much more than just being sexually assaulted. And yet, we only use those two words for it. So again, going back to the whole labeling of ourselves, um, I'm bisexual. I identify more with the gay community than I do with the straight community. Um, I've always been attracted to women as are back as my memory allows me to go like kindergarten um I didn't understand what it was I didn't even know that it was different until I was in junior high when people called me a crazy lesbian as um to bully me um and then at that point I really had to come to terms with my sexuality and I cried I cried so often I would come home from school and sit in my big sister's room and cry and ask her what's wrong with me because someone made me feel like what my experience is is wrong just because it's not what their experience is and so I grew up identifying myself as bisexual, but it never really felt right. And even to this day, you could probably identify me more with pansexuality, um, meaning I don't really see you as a person with a penis or a vagina. I see you as a person. I'm attracted to um, your soul. But again, I wouldn't call myself pansexual. I wouldn't call myself bisexual. I just like who I like. I'm attracted to someone's soul. And if my soul feels happy and feels good and it feels a certain type of love for that person, that could be attraction. And I can honestly say that every single person that I am friends with, I'm attracted to them on a certain level. And people might find that weird and people might say, well, that's not a platonic friendship yet. But there you go, labeling things again. What does platonic mean? Okay, you can Google search it or go look it up in Webster's Dictionary, but that's what? A couple of people agreeing on a definition of a word. Nobody gets to define my experience or how I interact with other people. So when I introduce myself, I don't say, Hi, I'm Alana and I'm bisexual, pansexual, you know, something I'm attracted to both men and women, but not really their body parts, just their souls. No. Hi, I'm Alana. And through conversation, you get to know who I am. Not by me putting a label on myself. Even the things that I do, I am a Reiki master. But in one of my coaching sessions, the client had said, oh yeah, I do Reiki too, but I don't really identify with the word Reiki. She said, you know, I feel like what I do is so much more than that. And after that session, I was like, oh my God, that's how I feel is, yeah, I do Reiki, but my abilities, my intuitive abilities of being able to feel your feelings and talk to your spirits and your angels and your guides and your higher self, that's not Reiki. They can't teach you that. You could potentially say the spirit part is mediumship, but I don't even identify as that. And the oracle readings that I do, you could say they're psychic readings, but I don't identify with the term psychic. And the magical, beautiful thing about all of that is you don't have to identify by the one word used by mainstream Society to describe it. So, yeah, thinking about like the different ways you describe yourself. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but are you able to consider the fact that you do put yourself in a box every time you choose one? or two words to describe an experience or to identify yourself in a certain way. Um, I was going to say that um, the one thing that you could identify with is being human because... I guess that's the species that we are. You can identify as being human, but the human experience is different for everybody else as well. But I did a mushroom ceremony, and the thing that came out for me was I don't even identify with being human because I feel like I am so much more than that. I kind of feel like an alien. I'm a soul before I'm a human. I am a being, a universal, extraterrestrial, celestial being before I identify as being a human. So what do you call yourself? How would you describe yourself? You know, In school or um, Instagram bios or dating websites or whatever, It asks you, what are you? Not who are you, but what are you? So people would say, I'm a mom, a daughter, a wife. Um, I'm a biologist. I am a cat lover, right? You could say all of those things. But how else could you describe those? I come from a lineage of beautiful women and I continued that lineage on. I feel deeply connected to the felines, specifically the Sphinx from Egypt. Um, And I work with identifying Da, da 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 whatever biologists do. So, so many words. A picture tells a thousand words. But you have the capability, the endless amount of knowledge that your brain holds. To the ends and the corners of your brain and your memory, you can choose an endless amount of words. And yet we go with one or two. So think about it. Consider it. How do you put yourself in a box? How do you limit yourself to a diagnosis or a sexuality or an interest or a job or an industry? How do you limit yourself? How do you define yourself in ways that if you removed those limitations, you would expand? And that's where your true understanding comes from, is being descriptive and sharing your experience, your personal, individual, completely 100% unique experience. Versus trying to go with the grain and identify with what everybody else identifies with. So that's my thoughts on labels and why I think we shouldn't use them.